everybody. This is The Simpson Show. I'm Robbie with my co-host Matt. With my co-host Matt, and we are here to talk about The Simpsons from the beginning. Matt, how are you? I'm wonderful. I've thought of wonderful new inventions that will say, oh, nope, never mind. Thomas Edison already invented them. Just kidding. I mean, did he though? Well, it depends on if you believe history or this episode. <laughs> okay. Uh, hi guys, we are brought to you by supporters on Patreon. You can support us by going to patreon.com slash The Simpsons Show for only $2 a month and access to all of our bonus content. Just did a bonus episode talking about Mary Poppins and uh, comparing that to Sherry Bobbins, totally original creation that she is. Uh, still talking about Rick and Morty and King of the Hill until the new episodes come back. Encourage you to check it out. Thank everyone who supports us. On to this week's episode. It is The Wizard of Evergreen Terrace, episode 5F21, originally aired September 20th, 1998, written by John Swartzwelder, directed by Mark Kirkland. A couple of vats working on this one. Well, I'm not surprised. It, it shows through. Finished 25th in the ratings, a Nielsen rating of 8, approximately 7.95 million viewing households. I don't understand the Nielsen rating thing. Nielsen rating is 8. But that's, that's equal to 7.95 million? Why not 8 million? It's it's something to do with, like, how many people were actually watching. Like, your Nielsen rating, if I remember correctly, is some kind of percentage or adjusted based on... Well, yeah, it's on... 100. Well, 100 is the total amount, right? So uh, is it just that there's slightly less than 100 million people? That's kind of what I assume. Okay. That makes a little bit more sense. Uh, it tied with Beverly Hills 90210 and Home Improvement for the 25th place. It was the third highest rate show on Fox that week, tied with Beverly Hills 90210, following Alan McBeal and Party of Five. Oh, it's that time already, huh? Yep, we're getting to Party of Five. <laughs> we're just tracking the history of Fox television post the 90s. We're up to Party of Five. And look what's still on the air. Matthew Fox, Jennifer Love Hewitt, uh, that one guy. <laughs> uh, I'm surprised you remember the- any of the guys. The girl from Mean Girls is in it. Which right? one? I forget her no, name. Okay. I think I think she's. I think it is. I'm. Not, I can't remember. Yeah. Um, Party Five. It was. It did well that week. And uh, without me being able to dance the baby, uh, the chalkboard gag. I will not file frivolous lawsuits. I imagine Bart getting hold of a lawyer and firing and filing lots of frivolous lawsuits. That seems like the kind of thing he'd do as an adult. I'm not sure what it's referring to. Uh, the couch gag, the living room is a movie theater, and uh, the Simpsons are surrounded by the other members of Springfield watching something. Obviously getting there late. Uh, yeah, Homer steals comic book guy's popcorn, which, not super nice, but eh, I, don't, I think I'm on the record. I don't like comic book guy, so it's totally fine. Yep. Uh, to Ste- treat him stealing things badly. from people you don't like is A-OK, according to Robbie. Yep, that's 100% true. Exactly <laughs> the words I said. Uh, the episode guest stars William Daniels as Kit. William Daniels, I know him as mostly as Mr. Feeney. Well, yeah, I mean, that's his most famous role, I would say. I don't know if he's most famous. I it just, I think it entirely depends on which generation you are a part of. I don't know. I watched both uh, Knight Rider as a kid and uh, Boy Meets World as a teenager, or preteen, I guess. And I would say Mr. Feeney is the, uh, the more iconic role. I never watched um, Knight Rider. Ever. Never watched Night Rider. It was so amazing. There was that one year, or that one season where they had the, the truck that was like a Knight Rider. Oh, man, that was so good. And they had to duke it out, car versus truck. You can, you can be making this up, Matt, and I would entirely believe you. I mean, you never saw Night Rider 2000, where they go into the future, and in the year 2000, and there's another car-like kit, and they gut that car and kill it and make it into kit? Again, you could be making all of this up. I would go, sure, that sounds great. The I... best part is I'm not. <laughs> okay. that's. I mean, like Rider 2000, like, yeah, totally. That's definitely, Matt just didn't make that up off the top of his head. I mean, you could. I've never watched Knight Rider. I don't like David Hasselhoff. Well, who does? The Germans. Um, that's about it. The Germans. Uh, yeah. Uh, this one begins with uh, Homer listening to the radio uh, to Bill and Marty. Uh, Bill and Marty are especially obnoxious in this Ugh. week's episode. Which I think is the point. They're very, they're, yeah, it isn't, it is entirely the point, but it's still, it's just to the, like, when you parody, it, it's a thing when you, it's, it, that I run, you run into whenever there's a parody of something that is obnoxious, and to do so, to parody, you have to be more obnoxious, and it still just goes, oh, that's obnoxious, I don't like it. But Bill and Marty are, are talking about the news, Homer's listening on his way to work, uh, laughing at jokes he doesn't understand. Uh, and then Homer learns about the new average life expectancy for uh, a man. Doc, 
doctors say the life expectancy of the average man is now 76.2 years. <gasps> 76.2, but I'm already 38.1. I've wasted half my life. Half my life gone, and I'm only guaranteed 38 more years. Marge, I've wasted half my life. Sir, do you need a tow truck? What are you talking about, Marge? I don't need a... Okay, send a truck. Yep, guaranteed that many more years. Totally. <laughs> I was going to say, I think Homer, it, it's a little... When you when our, when when you have like what two weeks ago where Homer says I didn't think I was gonna live this long to live to his current age. Oh yeah, and that's now true. he is suddenly and now he is suddenly very upset. Well, I, Homer is a, a fickle a fickle man. That's true. He, Sometimes he, he expects to live a long time. Other times, not so much. Yeah, things change from from episode to episode. It's crazy. Um, Homer is suddenly depressed. I guess he's sad. He is sad because half of his life is gone, exactly half of his life, and he doesn't think he's accomplished anything. Well, I mean, he's right about that. But, I mean, actually, again, I could just go to Homer's enemy and, like, here's <laughs> pictures with multiple former presidents. He's gone to space. He has a Grammy. There's a lot of stuff he's done. But He ate brownies. He, he I mean, brownies are pretty good. But in, in this case, like, it is, I guess, a midlife crisis. Effectively, essentially, yeah, yeah. Even though Homer's not really that age yet, it's an early, what do they call that early midlife crisis? There's a name for early midlife crisis now. It, they don't just call it an early life crisis. Oh lord, sure, sure. They even, there's there's a name for it. It's fine. Um, Homer is concerned because he's gotten this far and he doesn't think he's accomplished anything. Um, he is in bed with Marge. He pictures his own funeral. Uh, we see uh, there's exactly. Let's see. Barney's there with Oscars because Barney is a movie. It's true. I, I mean, he's, Barney I, I, has lots of, of dance experience as well, as we learned from uh, the episode with the critic. So he's either filmed or started a film. Uh, we have Lenny, who is the who is the president. Uh, we have a robot. It, Matt says, you say it's the robot from Lost in Space. Is it actually the robot from Lost in Space? I believe so, yes. Uh, and then Flanders is giving uh, the eulogy. In he's in Catholic regalia though, yeah that's true. So hmm. he's not. So I mean it's it's a future where Lenny is the president and there's talking crows. Also there's also talking crows there. Well I mean it's it's a a, a fantasy so you know everyone is down on Homer. Well, I guess that's true. In Homer's mind he probably doesn't have all those religions clearly laid out. He probably just goes oh Flanders is a religious guy. He wears the fancy clothes the Pope to do stuff. Things. Yeah. Yeah, he's a uh, he he's he envisions his own funeral and he is just dumped in a hole. He doesn't even get a coffin. Uh, his eulogy is bad and he's just sad. Um, he's in bed with March and he has a bag of flour that he's eating from because he doesn't deserve his sugar bag. Uh, that's true. He hasn't accomplished anything. You have to accomplish something to get sugar. Sugar's too good. And Marge tries to reassure him. Marge, no matter what happens in the future, promise me you won't vote for Lenny. Okay, but you've accomplished a lot. You've made me very happy. Oh, yeah, they'll put me on a stamp for that. Mm. I've wasted half my life, Marge. You know how many memories I have? Three. Standing in line for a movie, having a key made, and sitting here talking to you. 38 years and that's all I have to show for it. You're 39. Oh! So Homer's actually 39 years. He's over halfway done, Matt. Which we know. We, we knew that. He, he's been referred to as 39 several times at this point. I just think it's funny that those are Homer's memories. It's like, man, maybe you should work on those memory issues because you've done a lot more stuff than that. I mean, I completely understand. I mean, you've started to forget things as you age, Matt. Mm-hmm. Like we've touched on, we're getting closer and closer to Homer's age. Although I feel like he has aged a few years in the intervening 10 seasons. That's true. It's just very slowly aging. Although they've stopped. I don't think he ever got... He's never been... They've never been in their 40s in a modern day setting episode. True, true. I feel like they should, they should do that. Oh, oh, they're in their 40s now. I don't... I think that, that ship has sailed. I don't think they're going to ever... I don't think they're ever going to age The Simpsons again. True. At least not... I think not for 
in continuity. It'll be like a future set episode. They do those once in a while, but I don't think they're ever going to just have them be in their 40s for like a season or something. I think that, that they had a chance to do that, and they just never did. Probably. So Homer's sad. Uh, he comes home from work one day without his shirt on. Uh, it's in his lunchbox, I think. I think you see his shirt in his lunchbox. Yeah, I'm surprised I didn't send him home. That seems like the kind of thing that gets you sent, sent you home from the planet. From the planet. The plant. From the planet? Yep, yeah, home from the planet. Like, oh, you can't be on this planet anymore. And, no. You go hang out with Poochie. But Homer, <laughs> Homer is sad. Uh, the family have prepared something to kind of refresh his memory about all of his achievements. The kids and I want to show you all the great things you've done. Oh, all right. Maybe I can pinpoint where my life went wrong. Quiet, Dad. We'll have to throw you out of here. <gasps> the pictures! They're coming alive! There you are in outer space. That's pretty impressive. Uh, all we did was grow some space tomatoes and sabotage mirror. Remember when you almost became heavyweight champ? Finish him! Finish him! Well, there's certainly no greater accomplishment than fathering three beautiful children. Ike! <laughs> oh, I should have punted. Turn it off, turn it off. Hang on, Dad. This next part will definitely make you feel better about yourself. Hello, Homer. It's me, Kit, from TV's Night Rider. <gasps> Your family has asked me to take time out from my busy schedule to invite you to a very special... Oh, oh, stupid movies. Who invented these dumb things anyway? Was it you, Bart? It was Thomas Edison, Dad. I thought he invented the light bulb. That, too. He also invented the photograph, the microphone, and the electric car. No one man can do all that. You're a liar, honey. A dirty, rotten liar. Finisher! Finisher! It's true. I read it on a placemat at a restaurant. Really? A restaurant? Well, now I don't know what to think. Well, a restaurant said it, Matt, so it's definitely true. It obviously has to be true. You can't just print things on restaurant place cards. No, definitely not. Um, So, we have Homer realizing... Oh, wait. I, he, I guess he's... I don't know. He did. He has. He uh, also did fight for the heavyweight uh, championship uh, of the world. Uh, whatever. And even Kit can only like temporarily raise his spirits. But he has introduced the the very concept of Thomas Edison is befuddling to Homer, even though he didn't invent any of those things apparently. Because Matt says. No, no. Uh, Thomas Edison. Uh, real quick, for those of you who don't know, uh, Thomas Edison ran a thing called Menlo Park, uh, which was basically the first R and D laboratory, uh, commercialized R and D laboratory, which basically took the ideas that other people had and improved them to the point where they are commercially viable. Uh, obviously, uh, Edison did not invent the first light bulb. There are lots of people who have light bulbs before him. Edison, and more than likely someone who worked under him, figured out the tungsten was the appropriate material in the light bulb that had a good balance between lifespan and brightness and not, you know, melting things down. That, that's that's the kind of thing he did. Uh, same way with film. He did not invent uh, making films. Uh, the Lumiere brothers in, in France, if anyone uh, came closer to actually inventing it or at least popularizing it, uh, it would be them. Uh, little things like that. Thomas Edison didn't invent any of those things. He just kind of helped them along. And because that's the way history works... They decided, hey, we need a name to put on this. Let's just throw Edison's name on there. He made a lot of stuff. He was a very good marketer. Yes, he's an extremely good marketer. He's a tireless self-promoter, as Homer informs us. Exactly. And that makes means that we remember him more than a lot of other people. Uh, there's mo- most, I think most famously to me is the his rivalry with Nik- Nikola Tesla uh, about the types of electricity <laughs> that the, they both espoused. And I, I feel like... Edison is not as nearly as much as a villain as it has appeared in some cases, but uh, he still was kind of a advantageous kind of fella. Yeah. <laughs> That's me trying to be generous. It's not that he didn't work hard or wasn't smart. He just also maybe took advantage of situations occasionally. So Homer, hearing about this of this guy, Thomas Edison, he... Wants to know more. He needs to know, like, oh, this. there's a one man who invented so many different things. I want to know about him. Uh, so he goes to the library. Uh, unfortunately, he can't go to the big people library because he there was an incident. 
What is this incident, Matt? You know, that's a good question. I mean, Homer, I assume Homer got drunk and confused the library with something else. I mean, I'm pretty sure in the episode, actually, have we done the episode where the, the kids curfew and... Nope, not yet. Yeah, not yet, okay. Uh, so that hasn't happened yet, but I believe at one point in that they do run their car through the library. Um, who knows? I mean, Homer's not allowed in the museum either, uh, the, the People's Museum either, so I mean, his fingerprints on file, there's no telling. He could have also just, you know, the soiled the, the periodical section. All of these are well within Homer's capabilities. <laughs> It's there's a wide range of possibility. Why try to limit yourself? Exactly. Uh, so he, he's at, he's at the children's library uh, at the school library, right? Is this a, it's at the school library, right? Yes. He's at the he's at the school. He's not at like the children's library. He's at a, the elementary school's library. Right. Because I mean, the, the the librarian asked him, "Do you even go to this school?" Which of course he does. Yeah. Go but school. He, go school. Homer does the research by reading some children's books about uh, Thomas Edison and decides he loves him, like, and idolizes him. Uh, he uh, goes to Moe's, annoys Lenny Carl and, and Moe uh, by interrupting Lenny's story about a naked lady at the beach and then yells Edison, Thomas Edison facts at them until they get tired and then does the same to March um, and takes, takes her advice to... In extreme. And then he worked on a machine to communicate with the dead. Some kind of scary telephone, I guess. Or maybe he planned to just stick his head under the ground and yell. All right already. Everyone knows the man accomplished a lot. Maybe because he didn't spend every waking moment talking about Thomas Edison. Oh, that's where you're wrong, Marge. He was a shameless self-promoter. Well, you're not Thomas Edison. Marge, that's it. That's why I haven't done anything with my life. I need to be more like Thomas Edison. Whatever. And I'm starting right now. No more lousy pajamas. From this day forward, I am an inventor. Do us a favor. Invent yourself some underpants. We all hope someone invents Homer underpants. No pajamas, Matt. That's You, ha- you can't invent things if you wear pajamas. Well, I mean, wearing pajamas is a bad idea in almost any situation, so, you know. No, uh, you clearly have not tried to sleep. During very, very cold winters. I want is I have, too. It's gotten many. down to, like, 30 degrees. <sighs> you poor summer child. <laughs> you have no idea. So, Homer deciding to be Thomas Edison, we go to commercial. And when we come back, Homer gets to explain to Marge how he quit. Well, I quit my job just like you said to. I didn't tell you to quit your job. Yes, you did. I remember your exact words. You said I should quit my job and become an inventor or you'd torch the house. That doesn't sound like me. Well, I suppose if this doesn't work out, you can always go back to the plant. (laughs) Not the way I quit. (laughs) So, yes, Homer has quit his job so he can be an inventor. And uh, he's, he's, he's quit it in a very... Let's call it flamboyant fashion. We don't get to know, but knowing Homer, you know, he probably lit something on fire on his way out and called someone a jerk ass. Because that's what or Homer he does. Played, he played Burns' head like a bongo. Oh, or that. That too. Uh, now that Homer decides he's going to be an inventor, he puts up a little chart that compares him to Edison. By Homer's age, uh, as we know, 39, Edison had invented 203 things. So Homer really needs to hurry along and then do, you know, more inventions. Uh, so he gets a pad and a paper, sits down at his desk and gets to it. He just, he, he stares really, really hard. Uh, luckily, Marge comes along to help him and he's grateful. Something electrical might be good. Well, eh, eh, let me handle the creative end of this, Marge. You don't understand how the creative mind works like I do. Oh? You look at this table and what do you see? Just a table. Now a creative person like me looks at this table and sees all kinds of creative things. But no tables. Homer, that's not a table. That's our dryer. Ah! My files! So, yes, uh, Homer does not appreciate Marge's contribution uh, because he assumes that he is the genius. Uh, you know, Obviously, don't we all? Uh, I also really appreciate that Homer is using the dryer as his, his filing cabinet. So hopefully nothing caught fire. It's just very warm-pressed paperwork. That's true. I mean, everyone likes warm paper to write on, right? Am I the only person who likes warm paper to write on? All right, fair enough. Homer. Uh, right? Yeah. Yeah, you know, you know, it's like getting warm underwear. Just a nice warm paper with to a, write with, on. No, like write with your hand? 
Yeah, yeah. You know, like, uh, when you were a kid and you used crayon? You can do that as an adult, too, but with, like, sharper uh, lines. I just, but I have this keyboard in front of me that puts things out onto a computer screen. Why do I need to write on, like, paper like I'm a caveman? Uh, because sometimes it's fun to p- pretend to be a caveman, obviously. You know, it, it's sometimes it's it's very hard to draw things on that screen uh, if you, you don't want to use letters or numbers to represent things. I feel like we're just going to continue to abstract out until we're discussing about, like, the the invention of paper. Probably. Instead, let's move on. Homer uh, oh, begins okay. to smoke cigars uh, because Edison smoked several cigars. And obviously, that tobacco, that's what's going to jumpstart the old juices. Uh, Bart and Lisa, of course, ridicule him for this because that's a dumb idea. Uh, they then decide to help him. Uh, they're going to do a little word association uh, where Lisa and Bart throw out words. Uh, Lisa actually attempts to help with words like automatic and fluorescent. And Bart goes with butt and booger, I believe. Uh, because, you know, an automatic uh, butt, that, that's very helpful. Everyone needs an automatic butt. I mean, we have those now, and it's great. Right, Robbie? I'm kind of cool with my manual butt. That's true. You'd be worried if your butt was on a schedule and, you know, someone tried to hack it, you know, the IoT, the automatic butt. I'm working as hard as possible to keep the at, the automatic butt ears as far down the road as possible. <laughs> That's true. You eat lots of fiber. I want them I want them very far in the future. You know, I, the, it's part of my life I'm not looking forward to. Well, hopefully by the time we get that, I'll we'll have teleporting uh, poop removal. So, you know, we'll have to worry about it. I, I, is that really... I don't. It's a Family Guy I joke. Don't... We're gonna move past it. <laughs> Sorry, Robbie. I just kind of had to. It's one oh, of the funny, man. few funny jokes they produced. Anyway, after Bart and Lisa fail to help Homer, Homer goes to Professor Frink, the inventiest guy he knows. And these should give you the grounding you'll need in thermodynamics, hypermathematics, and of course, microcalifragilistics. Look, I just want to know how to invent things. Tell me. Uh, all you have to do is think of things that people need, but which don't exist yet. You mean like an electric blanket mobile? Well, well, possibly. Or you could take something that already exists and find a new use for it, like... Hamburger earmuffs! Well, well I suppose that would qualify. Thanks, sucker! Well, all right, just stay calm, Frinky. These babies will be in the stores while he's still grappling with the pickle matrix. Glavin, glavin. I go for a set of hamburger earmuffs, to be frank. That's true. I'm, I'm quite or, hungry at the moment. So, to be know. frank. <laughs> all right, that's it. Podcast shut down. No more. <laughs> oh, come on, that. I could, I could hear you. I could feel the inner the inner joy that brought you. I could feel uh-huh. it, it, it coming out through the microphone into my ears. Yep, that's that's how joy works. It, it seeps mm-hmm. through the microphone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyway, it does. Yep. Uh, after getting the wonderful ideas for hamburger earmuffs, uh, Homer begins inventing. He starts by writing some some sciencey looking things on the board. Uh, there's an omega symbol with a less than one. Or starts out being greater than one, then becomes less than one after it explodes. Uh, there's also what appears to be a uh, a perfect example of Fermat's last theorem. However, as we uh, talked about in our bonus episode in Simon Singh's book, uh, The Simpsons and Their Mathematical Secrets, it is not quite. It is an approximation. If you go on about eight digits, you'll find that that uh, the uh, things raised to the the twelfth or thirteenth power works. But then if you go further, it it does not, unfortunately. But it's close. It's very close. Darn decimal places. Yeah, decimal. Well, in this case, they're, they're it's not really decimal places, uh, but, uh, you know, it's it's fairly close. Matt, you know what I mean when I say that. I know. Uh, we then find out that Homer's explosion was a result of using too much dynamite in his invention. Not not, not the uh, less than, greater than symbol. Cause, I would okay. say that the pro- proper amount of dynamite in most inventions is zero. Well, that's true. Maybe Homer's going for military contracts, so the proper amount of dynamite is some. Wouldn't they be using plastic explosives or something like that? Well, by now, yes. But, you know, Homer doesn't know this. I guess that's true. He doesn't have access to C4. We hope not. Or Semtex. Anyway, Homer eventually comes up with a few wonderful inventions. And I warn you guys, this is a long clip, but uh, hang in there. It's, It's pretty good. Okay, I have here the four greatest inventions in the history of mankind. First, my all-purpose electric hammer for all your pounding needs. 
needs to be more powerful. I will buy ten of those right now. Now, here's my everything's okay alarm. This will sound every three seconds unless something isn't okay. Turn it off, Homer. It can't be turned off. <laughs> but it uh, does break easily. Now, this next one's for the ladies. How many times have you gals been late for a high-powered business meeting only to realize you're not wearing makeup? That's every woman's nightmare. That's why I invented this revolutionary makeup gun. It's for the woman who only has four-fifths of a second to get ready. Close your eyes, Marge. And now you're ready for a night on the town. <gasps> Homer, you've got it set on whore. Uh, oop. Okay, this time try to keep your nostrils closed. Oh, look what you did. Now I have to go get my cold cream gun. Dad, women won't like being shot in the face. Women will like what I tell them to like. Now, here's something for everyone. In the olden times, if you were watching TV and nature called, you'd have to get up and walk to the bathroom. It was the hardest thing in the world to do. But now, with a lazy man reclining toilet chair, you can just lean back and let her rip. You expect people to go to the bathroom in their living rooms? Sure. Believe me, every man in America will want to have one. Gangway, gotta poop! No, Bart. Homer, all these inventions, they're... Yes? They're not very... Yes, yes, yes. They're terrible. What? I'm not saying you're a bad inventor. I'm just saying these particular inventions are awful, and no one in their right mind would buy them. Or accept them as gifts. But this is the best I could do. I guess I'm no better at being Thomas Edison than I was at being Homer Simpson. Oh, dear. I hope I wasn't too rough on him. Somebody had to tell him, Mom. In the long run, it's much kinder to... Ahem. <clears throat> do you mind? So, yes. I really wanted to, uh, at the very least, get Bart... Uh, on the living room toilet and also Marge saying the inventions were terrible. So sorry it was so long, but I kind of had to, guys. People mind The Simpsons, Matt. They're listening to The Simpsons podcast. They like listening to The Simpsons. Well, it was kind of long. I just wanted to make sure. I would apologize for the everything is fine alarm, <laughs> which even if you are expecting it like I was, it still is very jarring. <laughs> However, it is my favorite of, the, of his inventions. It is... You, it doesn't. You can't turn it off. <laughs> but it does break easily. It does break easily. Um, there, I have a my point of like all the one most of those inventions are actually not bad ideas. No, like no, I mean, I don't know about the makeup gun. There, I mean, I would say that makeup gun is actually closer to a good idea than anything else. Really, it just needs a little bit more fine tuning. Okay, you just need to get to the right velocity. Uh, the right, just like, just it has to be like tuned down. I think just get away from an actual gun, get it to like a smaller kind of like smaller device, still use compressed air, perhaps. But you know, I, I feel like there's a still core idea, uh, some device that does an entire face ma of makeup well very quickly. I think there is still like value in that. Uh, my biggest problem with of all those is the auto hammer. We that's what a nail gun is. Well, no, because hammers can be used for lots of other things besides just driving nails. So if you just need to hit something repeatedly several times, there are things that are kind of like that. But rather than rocking the head back and forth, they just have a, like, the, the face of the hammer just goes in and out of, like, a tube. So it, it makes more sense that way. Okay, jackhammer. Yeah, pretty much. But that's kind of big. The auto, the automatic hammer is, is small and portable. I don't, Okay. I get we shouldn't probably delve too deep into the feasibility of these things <laughs> because they're uh, they're bad for a reason. They're purposely dumb inventions. Um, even though I do think the makeup gun has some possibility, some has potential. potential. <laughs> so what happens after that, Matt? Oh, we go to commercial. Uh, when we come back, we see, Homer's upset because Marge has told him his ideas are bad, which they mostly are, and. We see that he actually did invent something really useful uh, when he is about to fall off his chair and then realizes he attached extra legs. 
uh, to the back of them on hinges so that they would stop him from falling backwards on his chair. And every the entire family is like, hey, that's actually – that's a good idea. So – Homer's like excited now because now, oh, I invented something. One, I invented something good. Two, it's going to make us money. And three, this is kind of him realizing his dream for this episode, at least, Mm -hmm. of becoming like Thomas Edison, of of becoming something, of being something important, uh, of of doing something measurable on the world. Uh, Until he notices in a picture of Thomas Edison that Thomas Edison already invented the same thing, just no one has noticed it yet. <laughs> Homer's plan is then not to acknowledge that he stole this idea from Thomas Edison, but instead to steal the idea and make sure no one else knows Thomas Edison originally invented it. Look, Mr. Edison, I did it! I'm an inventor, and I owe it all to you! See? It's just a regular chair, but I attached a couple of extra legs to the back, kind of like the ones in the back of your... Oh, damn it! Hey, Dad, heard you swearing. Mind if I join in? Crap, boobs, crap. I thought I had a great idea, but I must have seen it on this poster. If Edison thought of that chair, how come it's not on this chart? It's not? Maybe he never told anyone about it. That chair might be the only one he made. So? So we've got to go to the Edison Museum and smash it. Then I'll be an inventor. But I thought you loved Edison. Oh, to hell with him. Yeah, hell damn fart. Yep, yep. That's 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 their proper response there. Uh, Homer has turned on Thomas Edison very quickly. Well, it take yeah. very long. Like what? Five minutes? Something like that. I mean, it was a couple weeks. It, I mean, where he was just like, oh yeah, Thomas Edison's great, and then not so much. I guess that's true. I mean, I was thinking more on in the time amount of time in the episode between him loving Thomas Edison and gotcha. then saying, screw Thomas Edison, I'm going to steal something from him. Uh, so the the the, the plan uh, has been formulated. He is going to take Bart uh, to drive to the Edison Museum and destroy any trace of Edison's original invention. They run over Edison's ghost on the way. Of course they do, because poor I don't I don't who knows. Homer's very sleepy at the moment. Maybe it's real. Maybe it's not actually to- actual Thomas Edison's ghost just hanging out in the real world on a random stretch of highway. Maybe. I mean, that, you never know what he does for fun now that he's dead. Touche, Matt. Touche. So if we get to the Edison Museum, uh, Matt, Matt says, bad jokes at the Ed- Edison Museum. And liars. That's true. He claims that Edison invented all kinds of fun things that he did not. Also, he says, uh, I actually did like his redirection of like, oh, this is Edison's actual preserved brain. Now, normally, you wouldn't allow to be going here. And today will be no different. That's like the best joke in the episode. <laughs> it's not the best joke in the episode. The best joke in the episode is the ever, ever, everything's fine alarm. Okay, fair Everything's enough. okay. That's my favorite. Um, I think this episode and a lot of people conflate Edison's tremendous number of patents with inventions. Like Edison did have a lot of patents with a lot of things, uh, with a lot of useful improvements right. on existing uh, existing things. I would not necessarily call them inventions. True. Like I, he patented a lot of things. He would not. I think that's a good differentiation. So Homer and Bart are in there. They're taking the tour. They hang back while the tour moves on so that they can – uh, 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 hatch their their plot, uh, and just as about uh, just as Homer is about to destroy the extra legged chair, he notices a similarity between him and Thomas Edison. Out of the way! This is one invention you're not getting credit for, you inspiration hog. Your electric hammer, maestro. Invent your way out of this, Edison. Edison was just like me. You mean the wild mood swings? No! We both lived in another man's shadow. This old-timey nerd and I have suffered the same frustration and heartache. We're not rivals. We're just a couple of dreamers who set the bar a little too high. I can't destroy your work, my friend. Can I? No, but we'll stop off at the Da Vinci Museum on the way home. Uh, I think that's in Italy, Dad. Oh, well then we'll take it on on Eli Whitney. 
What did Eli Whitney ever do to deserve that? Uh, be closer than Da Vinci? Uh, that's not fair. He's dead, too. He, what's he going to do about it? Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> so, Homer goes home kind of, I, I guess, a little bit more at ease with his place in the world and the fact that there always is going to be someone who is more successful, someone who has had a, made a greater mark on the world, unless you're Alexander the Great. Or, well, that's true, but I, I mean, he conquered the world, then died before he was thirty-five. That's not that old for that time period. I mean, that like that young. You know, I everyone says say. that, but you know, it's pretty much. It's, it's still life pretty. pretty was like the, life expectancy that period. Okay, maybe for royalty and 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 world leaders at that time, it was just, young. Just because but, life expectancy is low, there's artifacts from infant mortality. Lots of people still live to sixty or seventy in that time period. Matt, why are you letting facts get in the way of my argument? Because I enjoy making your arguments sound silly. <laughs> Regardless, Homer is a little bit happier, uh, it, it, knowing that he's never going to surpass, I don't know, a, a certain expectation. He has to temper his expectations, I, I guess, for himself in, in this particular incident. It's very much like, keep your expectations reasonable. Baby steps, Yeah, as a wise man once said. And that wise man was... Bill Murray and what about Bob? Oh, okay. I believe it's actually Richard Dreyfus first says that to Bill Murray. Then Bill oh. Murray, Bob, Bob takes it to a a, a, a very a extreme level of baby. Okay, we're not going to talk about what about Bob. It's nah. not even that. I don't. It's it's all right. Um. So Homer goes home, turns on the news, and sees that they've made some recent discoveries about Thomas Edison. Authorities say the phony Pope can be recognized by his high-top sneakers and incredibly foul mouth. In other news, Thomas Edison, the greatest inventor of all time, is apparently still inventing, despite the notable handicap of being dead. At my tummy! Two new Edison creations have just been discovered in his museum. A six-legged chair that won't tip over. And even more astounding, an electric hammer. That was your idea. This brilliant innovation is expected to generate millions for Edison's already wealthy heirs. Dad, those should be your millions. I gotta admit, Homer, you're taking this pretty well. Let's just say I'm sitting in the right chair. I've... I don't understand that, Matt. It's the thing I've never understood at the end of this episode. That Homer is going to use the bathroom when now that he is sad? I thought he was... It seems like he's angry. Angry. That's what I mean. Angry. So he's gonna poop. I guess. I mean, I, I've never understood it either, but... Yeah. I don't... That's not a fear. That's the one thing that always thought... I, that's always been like, hey, you're really afraid, so you'll go. Right. Not, I'm angry, so I need to sit... In my okay, it's just as a weird. It's always been a weird joke to me. It's always like what at the very end of the episode. It's the last thing in this episode, and it's just like I'm sitting in the right chair. What? I was always confused, especially yeah. confused as a kid, because I'm like I don't. I'm a kid. I don't. There's something happening that I don't understand. That's what I always thought. But now as an adult, I'm like, oh, it's just a weird joke that I don't. That I just doesn't make much sense. I think exactly. It's just. Homer, I, it's a nice callback, I guess, to his earlier thing. But it, and that's, that's the end of the episode. Homer is, at first, kind of happy that he managed to... I don't... Again, the electric hammer is not... I don't. It's not a feasible long-term invention. It's not like... I, I like. It also makes no sense that Edison, Edison didn't have those materials uh, available to him. Whatever. I, it's a, the ending has always been that... Okay, whatever. 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 I, I like this episode. It's I think definitely that's exactly strong. where I'm at. I like it. It's funny. It's very funny. Uh, it is crazy, crazy madcap Homer. Uh, it just, it feels like this episode feels very much like um, Homer vs. 18th Amendment without any of the social drinking stuff, any of that kind of analysis or parody or satire any of that in there it feels just very much like let's have homer go through like a little personal crisis and he does a lot of wacky zany stuff and gets out of it huh yeah that sounds about right <laughs> and it that, that's not bad it's fun it's fun and funny 
I it just doesn't have I don't I don't think it has anything more than that. No, no. I mean, there, there's no like, there's a little bit of Homer character development in this with Homer, you know, deciding that hey, he wants to accomplish something with his life. Him trying it out and then going on a quest for revenge, but it's it's so minimal. It's mainly just funny episode, joke after joke after joke. Yeah, and I I I think. I think that would that idea of Homer like oh no having a kind of midlife crisis thing where he's like I haven't done anything with my life that like that's an interesting idea. I think the only problem with it is this is in season ten of The Simpsons, where Homer's enemy literally has an entire scene of Frank Grimes boggling at the mind-numbing amount of accomplishments that Homer has achieved in his life of him meeting of of meeting many presidents going to space being a, a boxing uh champ or at least boxing champion contender uh, winning a grammy like it's just an endless list it, it, at this point of the show it's kind of they haven't quite gotten to the point where they make the joke but they're getting there it's soon where mar like where they make the joke of all the jobs homer has had yeah and it's like I understand that people who have actually accomplished a lot still feel that way a lot of the time, and that's fair. But this episode's silly. It's not really. It's it has Homer making makeup guns, and <laughs> you know, toilets that you, that are in the living room. It's silly and dumb and fun. Uh, it's a wacky adventure. It's it, it's hard for it to have really any like gravitas. To really analyze, oh, yeah, Homer's feeling sad about what he's done in his life. And then they actually show him video of, like, fighting a heavyweight champion and going to space. It's like, you're kind of, like, you're going to have to spend a little bit more time on it if you're really going to have Homer be really sad. Which, you know, it's it's fine. I'm okay with it. I still think it's very funny. I think the ending's still weird, but whatever. It's good. It's surprisingly good. good for season 10. I I was I think there's nothing wrong with good. I say it's good and not great. I don't mean that, like that's not bad. Good is good. We I think we've gotten to a point where unless everything is amazing or awesome, it's not good. But hey, there's levels. Good is good. Good is enjoyable. Good is worth watching many times. I I when you mention that it's a season ten episode and it's good, like I there's a lot of reviews uh, from like proper review outlets, not just fans. Her like, hey, the Simpsons still got it. Ten years in, five out of five. Great episode, <laughs> funny. So at the time, you know, we have the benefit of sitting through the 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 down years of the Simpsons. But at the time, people were like, eh, still funny, still enjoyable. Uh, do you have anything else to add, Matt? Before we move on, I do not. Good episode. Okay, worth watching. Yeah, worth watching. Um, we can move on. Uh, we do have a submission. Oh, wait, I should say this. We will rank it at the end of the show. We do have a submission for my favorite episode. Uh, this is from Carrie. I want to submit my, for my favorite episode, Wizard of uh, Evergreen Terrace. So many great quotes from this episode. I remember doing a report on Thomas Edison after seeing this episode in elementary school. Underrated Bart and Homer episode. Just a very memorable episode for me. Uh, she included the, you started smoking, Dad? And Homer's, yes, Thomas Edison smoked several cigars a day. And Bart's reply, yeah, he invented stuff too. Which, very good. <laughs> good lots of it is a it's a very swartz welder swartz episode as well it is a it it has like that's why i compare it to to homer versus 18th amendment they they are both that is very it's very swartz and it's very kind of and if you've read any of his books you'll know what i mean even have a better idea um of what that means we can move on matt to our next segment it's time for comments from the news group okay here we are alt.nerd.obsessive the comments from the news group is where I comb through the old alt.tv.simpsons news group, see what people are talking about a week or two after an episode debuted. Wide range of opinions on this one. I can see that. I mean, a lot of people really enjoy The Simpsons, you know, for their surprisingly deep character development. And this episode doesn't really have that, but it's still a good episode. I I, I mean, I, yeah, I, I agree. I, I don't know. I feel like it, 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 I, I think. At this point, it is just the age of the show is starting to wear on certain people, and they've seen it, the show do a lot of stuff already. And it is the the problem of more of when these people, the fans at the time, had just watched live through one of the greatest eras of a television show ever. Like people talk about and obsess and are reverent of those seasons of The Simpsons because it truly is amazing. 
in their run of episodes is the best. I I I, I still argue that there's no television show better than that those years. And when you've seen that, you've just seen just amazing episodes that v- a variety of, of themes using emotional beats and character depth and just hilarity and layers of jokes. And we've talked about it ad nauseum. When you've seen that, you've got to think like, okay, so they've done all this. What are they going to do next? You know, they have high, you have high expectations. You want them to be better than they were before, which I don't know is possible. Yeah. All they can do is different, I think. I think they can do different and good, not necessarily better. But you want more, and they didn't get more. They got, I, I think in this episode, good episode. I think it, it, it fits as in, it is a good episode in any season of The Simpsons. It is not like good for season 10. I think it's good in any season. I don't think it's great in any season. I, I think I, I consciously try and keep our thoughts of this grounded, you know, outside of, oh, I have to compare this to make it like, oh, is this a great season? Whatever. But there's a wide variety. There's A pluses, people love it, and then there's like a D minus in there where they're like, this is dumb and it has no plot and it's pointless. Like, that's not what is well tell me what what's the point of Bart versus Australia? Right? It's like not everything has to be super like I don't know. Serious? Serious, yes. There are, or not, it has to be... Uh, Super Serious wasn't what I was really going for. It was more along the lines of... It has to be... Meaningful? Uh, meaningful, thank you. It can just be funny. It's okay for having an occasional exactly. episode that's just really funny. That's what this is. Also, a lot of talk about Thomas Edison, of course. Well, I hope so. People people first going, look at all the things Thomas Edison did, and then other people uh, educating those people like you, yourself, Matt, have done about, hey, Thomas Edison was a very smart, hard-working guy, but also he feuded with uh, Nikola Tesla unfairly and probably took advantage of some people at times. Um, that's it. Uh, not much else there. We can move on to our next segment. It's time for the listener question of the week. Let's try one more number. <gasps> Yellow. KBBL is going to give me something stupid. Well, hot dog, we have a wiener. Yellow. Our listener question of the week this week is, what is your favorite B plot? Uh, lots of good answers. Um, lots of, there. it was concentrated. Yeah, there's shocking. multiple. There's a few of them that were were very that were clear favorites. Uh, first from Kevin, probably Homer's sugar business, which was number one with a bullet. Dang. Many people, I didn't think many people would Homer's like that one quite so much. I mean, it literally does have bees in it. True, as well. True. So it's a B plot in multiple ways. Uh, from Mike, Homer's telemarketing scam and date with dense de- date with density. One dollar to Happy Dude. From Mike, Bart the Lover, between the swear jar montage, I don't want any damn vegetables, and Fiddle DD. That will require a tetanus shot. Uh, it's an all-time great. Uh, Cody, Mr. Sparkle, I am disrespectful to dirt. Can you see that I am serious? <laughs> I love Mr. Sparkle. Very good. Uh, Rob, Uncle Moe's family feedback. Ow, my freaking ears. That's my best uh, rod. It's pretty good, actually. I, I enjoyed it. I, I thought Rod was on the other side of the, the internet. Or was it Todd? I'm pretty sure it was Rod. I don't even... I can't even... They're the same. They might as well be the same character. Uh, from Shams. Homer retaking Romito's science in the front has countless memorable and quotable lines. Also, who doesn't love Ned Philanders? Yeah. Uh, oh. I believe it's just Homer. Austin, Homer's telemarketing scam. Send a dollar to Happy Dude. You have the power. Uh, Chris. Grandpa working at Krusty Burger. I never once washed my hands. That's your policy, not mine. Oof. True. Uh, Roof... Rufus, uh, Homer, and Pitchy the Lobster. Look at him cower, just like the boy. <laughs> uh, Danny, I wish Shady H. It has to be Uncle Bo's family feedback in my memory. Not until you co- all, until you covered it in Bart Sells the Soul. I thought it was a standalone episode like a Flaming Mo, but it's a B-plot. Uh, Mike, get more beer from Mike. Hyper mo- Hyper Global Mega Net. Oh, they have the internet on computers now. <laughs> uh, Alex at K. Whatever Man. Uh, Bart buying a factory is great. I love Millhouse working as a security guard. So this is my life. So that's Millhouse is all of us. Uh, Lambo Cop at Lambo Cop. Homer at the All You Can Eat Seafood Buffet. So many good quotes result from that story. You have a Lionel Hutz appearance and the introduction of the sea captain. It is it is it more iced tea ye be needing? <laughs> Employee Million at uh, O Benjamin. Uh, one of my favorites is Bart running for class president and Lisa's substitute. All it needed to be perfect was more asbestos. More asbestos. More asbestos. Uh, from Stephen, uh, Stephen K. Mark. One word. Pinchy. 
Poor Pinchy. Lauren at Elkcolumbia88. This one was super hard because there's so many, but I'm going with the Homer's character Pinchy. I can't even, I can't ever eat lobster without thinking about him. Hashtag my dear sweet Pinchy. I don't, I don't, uh, I don't have so, so many qualms about eating lobster. They're just big cockroaches. That's true. Uh, and finally, Duve at, at, at Duve, uh, the Vincent Price egg decorating kit, which is a good, that's a good black horse, dark horse, I guess. It's a good, I had forgotten about the Vincent Price egg decorating kit, but yeah. it's very good. I had actually forgot What's about your... the, uh, uh, the the homework with uh, the the all you can eat buffet. That I'm glad it's under because I was going to say the sugar one, but now that I've been reminded of that one, obviously that is the one that I have to go with. I mean, after as oh, many uh, okay. buffets as I've been kicked out of, <laughs> I wish I could go to more buffets. It's probably mm. good that my wife doesn't like them because That's probably I, true. It, they're very. They're unequivocally bad for you. I still love shoveling my food, my body full of bad food. My answer is Mr. Sparkle. Nice. I love Mr. Sparkle. I feel like Mr. Sparkle is great because it has its own little mystery. It has its own like, oh, it's a little fun, a fun little mini adventure that takes place concurrently uh, with the, the A plot. Uh, next week's question. How would you reboot The Simpsons? Taking okay, they're going to do it. Here, this is my this is my. Uh, I don't want. You can say I wouldn't do it, but I think that's probably the wise answer. But they're going to reboot the Simpsons. You're in charge of it. What do you do? I'll post this question. What do you do? What do media. you do? <laughs> I'll post this question on all our social media: Facebook.com/slash The Simpsons Show Pod, Twitter at Simpsons Show Pod, and you could email us at Simpsons Pod at gmail.com. Uh. Like us and follow us and all of that good stuff on the on social media, which is apparently dying, which is probably for the best. <laughs> Ideally. <laughs> we can move on to our next segment. It's time for the No Google Trivia Challenge. I am too smart. I am too smart. S-M-R-T. I mean S-M-A-R-T. The No Google Trivia Challenge is where Matt and I each challenge each other with three trivia questions. One easy, one medium, one hard. We're sorting out how this season's going to go. We'll figure it out later. Matt, give me an easy question. All right, sir. Your easy question for this week is, what nuclear disaster is referenced in King Size Homer? I believe Three Mile Island. Chernobyl and Three Mile Island, right? Yes. Either one of those I would have accepted. Okay. I, b- I believe it. You've turned it, Chernobyl into a mere Three Mile three mile Island. Exactly. Mr. Burns. Okay. Your, your, your questions are all from The Way We Was. Matthew. Ooh. All right. In the way we was, Homer asked out Marge to what event? The first time Did or the second time? Like I thought there's just. I mean, there's time. the prom, but he also asked her out that's, to study, okay. that's, which he considers a date. No event, Matt. Event. That's an that's an event. Studying's an event. No, no, event is something multiple people attend. That you're right. It's the prom. You fine. don't have to. Oh, your way. Your your big brain is thinking way too much. It's just the prom. <sighs> fine. Whatever. The whole like the prom takes up like ten minutes of the of the episode. All right, all right, fair enough. She goes to Artie Ziff. They become homecoming queen, king and mm-hmm. queen. Artie Ziff is a jerk. She ends up with Homer, and they sing a beautiful song about yeah, yeah, the yeah. carp with the carpenters. Okay, give me a medium question. All right, sir. Your medium question: What store does Bart steal from in Marge? Be not proud. Let's see. That would be. Is it? I, I think it's the try and save. Is that your final answer? Yes. Yes, that is correct. It is the try and save. <laughs> You're trying to Regis fill with me here? You're giving me doubt when I give you an answer? Okay, your medium question. Uh, what song does Homer sing over the end credits? Oh, God. I'm trying to think of the name of the song. Um, I have no idea the actual name of the song, but I could sing it for you if you like. Is that good enough? I need the name of the song, Matt. Uh, um... It's also the title of the album. I'm sure that helps you a lot, huh? Yeah, yeah, you know me in 70s music. Um, 1973 to be precise yeah I'm gonna go with Space Cowboy by the Steve Miller Band it is by the Steve Miller Band however oh. the name of the song is The Joker The Joker of course the other the one pre- Space Cowboy is actually a previous song by the Steve Miller Band oh. from a previous album and when he's referencing They Call Me The Space Cowboy it's They Call Me The Space Cowboy because they had a song called The Space Cowboy Space Cowboy is also a really good song. Steve Miller Band, I think, is an underrated band. They were really good. They had a lot of really good, really good uh, pop rock music. I 
Space Cowboy's a good song. Joker's a good song. Caught in the Middle with You. I mean, that no, that's Steeler's Wheel. That's not... I always think that Caught in the Middle with You is Steve Miller Band, but Steeler's Wheel. What's my hard question, Matt? All right, your hard question uh, is also from Marge, Be Not Proud. What other Ooh. location uh, does Don Brodka suggest Bart go to uh, because he has been banned from the Springfield uh, Try and Save? Oh. Don Brodka. Um... If I wanted hot air blowing up my butt, I'd have cigarettes and long length of hose, something like that. Um, Bart, you go down to. Is it JCPenney's? I don't remember. Oh, no, I'm sorry. He, he suggests that Bart and family go to the Value Vista try and save. Oh, Value Vista. Oh, okay. I I was thinking of like, we don't. Okay. I don't know. I think I'm thinking of a different episode. Your hard question, Matt. And this is very hard. What is Homer's license plate number? What is Homer's As license seen. plate number? As seen in the way we was. Oh, I have no idea. I'm not going to waste your time. Uh, I know it's something funny, and I knew it at one time, but I don't remember it right now. It's not something funny. Or something it's stupid. 795DVI. Okay. That's Maybe I'm thinking of a different episode then. <laughs> Probably. It's 795DVI. Okay. Sure. There you, there you go. So, Matt, you know what that means? Are you in the lead? I am by one point. So this is the this is part of this is the part of the season where I have we're early on and I have managed to be lucky and I am ahead. So I feel good. So I'm gonna relish this feeling for now until until probability until we even out the probability and you pull back ahead. This is I feel good right now. I hope you're happy for me. I am. I am. We'll see where this goes. I, I, I think the previous five seasons have shown us the the we will we will pull back to the mean. We'll see. <laughs> That'll do it for trivia for this week. Uh, we can move on to our final segment. Segment we end every single episode with it's time for best episode ever. Best episode ever. Best episode ever is the part show, Matt. I rank the episodes categorically as we watch them chronologically, eventually compiling list of every episode ever and how good they are. So, so Matt, where, where does it go? I'm looking like 70s, 80s. Hmm. Let's see. What's around that area? 70s, 80s. Like, I was looking at Radioactive Man, and I think I, I it's close. I'm not sure. Sh- is this better than Radioactive Man? Ah, uh, I like where your head's at. I, I'm not sure if it's better. I'm looking down around. I, I think it's a little bit better than the two Nah Mrs. Nahasapima Petalons. I don't think it's quite as good as Much Apu About Nothing. Because Much Apu About Nothing has a lot of the comedy that this does, but it also is a great exploration of who Apu is as a character, and even has a little bit of Homer, you know, not being as much of a jerk. I'm gonna I'm really gonna miss you. <laughs> exactly. Um hmm. Mm-mm-mm. I would. I think. I think the two Mrs. Nahesapim Petalons is a little bit better. I think it has a little bit more heart in it. It has a little bit more character, and I yeah. that. And I think it is. I think it still is very funny. I think. I think that episode is actually underrated to a certain extent by most people. I, I feel like it is a later season episode that is actually. I mean, not later. It's actually relatively early in when you look at the entirety of The Simpsons. But uh, I guess non-Golden Year episode. I would say it's right below the two Mrs. Nahasapima Pedalons, right above the PTA Dispans. I think it's better than PTA Dispans, which is also agree. similarly, similarly like kind of a good episode, right? I would put it. So that's okay with you? Yeah, I, I can get behind that. A new number 83, The Wizard... Of Evergreen Terrace, right below the two misses, not has to be a pedal. It's right above the PTA Dispans. Our number one on our list is still Homer's Enemy. Last on our list, way down there at 193, is Homer's Odyssey. What is our next episode, Matthew? Our next episode is Bart the Mother. Oh, this is going to be an interesting one. I I don't know your feelings on this. I remember it fondly. That's all I can. That's all I got. I do not. So we'll we'll see. Oh, all right. I I've always liked it. I've not seen it in a long time, but we'll talk about it next week. 
Uh, you can find this list on our website, simplythesimpsonshow.com. Links to everything there to our Facebook, to our Twitter, to our RSS feed, to our Patreon. If you want to show, throw the show a couple dollars, and obviously, we'd obviously appreciate it. Keeps the show going. Like that a lot. Uh, I think that'll do it for us today. Before you go, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Robbie Dorman. Uh, please check out my other podcast, Against Boys Comics Hour. It's about comic books and uh, Serial Fanaticist. That's Fanaticist Fanatic IST. It covers a lot of nerdy stuff. Uh, next week's episode is going to be about Star Trek Discovery and my feelings about it. They are largely negative. That's Aww. a spoiler. For... Sorry. Uh, Matt does not participate in social media. Unless a certain level of Patreon backer, you will not find him. Uh, that is true. However, uh, it's that time again. The birds are starting to migrate. So, you know, if you want to send me a message and you're down south, just uh, grab a bird and tie a message to it. Uh, I'm in Florida, so they'll, they'll mostly land overhead. I, I, I'll stop and grab it. Uh, if you live north, well, you'll have to wait till next fall to send me a message. Sorry, guys. Just grab a bird? Yeah, just, just any random bird. I hang out with the birds a lot. They know where to find me. I don't... Uh, all right, cool. I'm Robbie. And I'm Matt. And keep watching this as... Shh.